Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Yes, it's been two weeks. Uh, today is two weeks since the last time I recorded the show and put it out. Actually, I want to say it might be 14 days. No, not 14 days. 16? I think it's 16. So, if you have seen my show Instagram, uh, you know that I've... The show Instagram or the personal Instagram, you know that we moved from our other house to the new house. And we live right next door to Allie's parents. I don't know if you can see behind me, but... One of the baby's toys is right there. The vacuum is right there. The house is still a little bit in disarray. It's not as bad as it was. Thank you to Allie for picking up a lot of the stuff and moving everything. Um, but yes, still trying to figure things out. Uh, we got the desk up. The studio is in the living room at the moment because it's a very small house so we have to work with what we got I think Allie's going to put blinds on this window right here uh, the blinds that we have and a curtain so that the light doesn't come in but I don't I don't think it doesn't look at least in my shot doesn't look like it would bug anybody but I don't know who knows anyways let's jump into the show Remember, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. You can find me on Facebook. Type in the Jesus Show, not that one. On TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one. YouTube, you can find me. Type in the Jesus Show, not that one, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. I do have a lot to talk about. I don't think I'm going to cover everything that I want to talk about, but I'm going to try to talk about uh, as much as I can. Also, if you hear more noise as I talk in the background, there's a main street right in front of us. Um, and when I say not, it's not main street, the, the street is not called main street. But there is a high traffic street, right? Is that what you would say? That many people here in town use and you can hear it. Uh, yeah, so a couple weeks ago, I, I went to go see my cancer doctor. And, uh, you know, we were talking and they took some blood. They told me everything was good. Even though now that I think about it, they haven't called me about my test, my blood test results. Um, maybe I should call them. But my doctor was like, you know, everything's looking good. You're looking great. And I said, thank you very much. And the last time I had seen this doctor, my hematologist, oncologist, was when I first got diagnosed with uh, non-Hodgkin's cell diffuse lymphoma in my right humerus so it's been at least 10 years or I think this year will be 10 years so 
She's like, oh, man, crazy. He's like, oh, you got a baby. And we had the baby there. And I was like, yeah. So he's like, oh, wow. So it was very nice that he remembered me. And it was nice to see him. Um, Something very reassuring he told me is that the type of cancer that I had, um, he says it rarely comes back. He goes, you can get it, like he said, you can get a different form of cancer, obviously. He goes, but that one in particular, he goes, if, if you were able to get rid of it, or if you're able to have it go into remission, uh, it normally doesn't flare up again. So I was like, well, that's, that's a good, uh, that's reassuring. And I remember him telling me, him and a couple other doctors, I don't know when I um, told you guys about my cancer story. Um, they used to use my case, right? Is that what I'm trying to say? I was a case study for the University of Rush Medical Center. They said because of the type, the type of cancer was located... Um, my age, all different types of factors are like, it's, it's kind of baffling us. Um, so he did tell us, uh, my doctor did tell us then that they would be using my case as a case study. He goes, you know, every, I don't know what day it was, let's say every Thursday we go in and we have this big meeting within all the doctors or all the head Doctors of each department, um, you know, I bring up one of the case studies. I bring up his yours. I was like, oh, that's crazy. And uh, he reminded me of that when we were out, out there. And then one of the questions, because he was, you know, he asked me, he's like, you know, is there anything you need to ask me? Is there anything you would like to know? And I go, yeah, there is something. I, I go, it's not concerning my cancer, I said, but. I told him, I said, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, also, I'm a little sick. So I can't really breathe from my nose. So I'm trying not to cough and all that good stuff. But if I do, I apologize. And I know I'm going to be a little sniffly. And once again, I apologize. But that's what you get. So he asked me if there's anything, you know, any questions, comments I had for him. Excuse me. And I go, yeah, actually. Um, hold on. Allie just came back with the boys. Sorry, Allie just came back with the boys. She's going to come in and she's probably going to make a little noise. So I told him, I said, hey, so when I check my heart rate, it says my resting heart rate will be anywhere from 38 to 42. And I said, is that a bad thing? And he goes, no. It's like, why, why would that be a bad thing? And I said, I don't know. I just feel like um, I told him, I said, I, I feel like 
it could be a bad thing? He goes, no, 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 not at all. And he goes to tell me that um, Michael Jordan had, what did he say Michael Jordan's? It's okay. My, my doctor, he said Michael Jordan's heart rate was at 30, right? Yeah, something like yours or whatever. Stupid. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> he goes. He told me he goes. Oh yeah, I have it here in my notes. He goes. Uh, Michael Jordan's heart rate, resting heart rate, was thirty between thirty and thirty-two. I went. Oh well, mine's thirty-eight. He goes. Well. And I go. Okay. Well, there's something to shoot for. And I had just told him. So is it bad that it's that low? He goes. No. Why would it be bad? I go. Oh, because. Maybe, what, maybe two years ago now, I posted on my personal Instagram account. I posted an image or screen grab. Screen grab? Am I really kind of screen grab now? Screenshot of what my resting heart rate was. And I think it was like 39. And I got like seven messages from people. They're like, hey, uh, just so you know, that's not good. Uh, you might want to get checked out, you know, uh, you might want to go see the doctor, you know, that's not necessarily healthy, you shouldn't have a heart rate that low, and I thought to myself, first off, lies, because I've seen many doctors, and I think, yeah, there was a point where I was like, I was feeling sick and shit, and I couldn't figure out what was going on, again, I think I told you guys about that part too. Um, but my doctor did an EKG, they did a stress test, they did this, they did that. I remember them telling me like, oh man, your, your heart rate is really low. And I go, yeah. And they said like, it takes a lot for you to, you know, get to like 150, 160, 175. But yeah. And they go, oh, you know, that, you know, that means, you know, you have an efficient heart. Your heart's very healthy, strong. Um. Athletic, even though I don't look athletic, I, my body says that I am. So at that time, I was like, yeah, cool. And then when these people were telling me, like, oh, man, you might want to, you might want to get checked out. I was like, what the fuck is your resting heart rate? And then some people were telling me shit that, like, because Allie said, what, what, what's your resting heart rate? Like, 120? <laughs> what is it, like 70 or 80? Yeah, 70, which is, it's not bad. That's not a bad resting heart rate. But it's not 38 to 42. I'm just saying. Again, I'm not saying it's a bad resting heart rate. I'm just saying it's not a great resting heart rate like mine. That's all I'm saying. No, but when you talk like that, I can hear you. Sorry. <laughs> That was funny. Hey, can you hear me? <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I I thought I thought that part was funny. That people were telling me like, hey, well, we checked out. You yeah, might not be healthy. Like, okay, what's your resting heart rate? Ninety. Relax. Um, but yeah. So Michael Jordan's heart rate was his resting heart rate was thirty. So my best so far has been thirty eight. I got eight points to drop. Then I can be like uh, I can be like Mike. Uh oh yeah. 
So the last maybe like two weeks, I've gone to the gym. I've had to go to the gym later in the day, like when everybody goes, because Allie's like, you have to do this and you have. Huh? Oh, she can hear me. My bad. No, I've been going later in the day. And it's when all the kids and everybody who's gotten out of work go, right? So they go at this time and it's, I've gone at five, between five and 6 p.m. And I'm like, oh my God. But you know, gains is, you know, gym is life. Gotta get gains, all that good stuff. I'm there at the gym and I see people asking other people, hey, can I jump in with you? How many sets do you have left? And, you know, the person says, whatever. Oh, can I jump in with you? And I think to myself, fuck that shit. I absolutely hate that shit. First off, if I'm on a machine or if I'm on whatever it is that you want to use and you're annoyed that I'm using it and you want to jump in with me, go fuck yourself. Why? Because... It's called being patient. It's called being uh, able to share the equipment with everybody else. And it's called somebody else was there first. So fuck off. That's very plain and simple. The only time that I would condone and where I, where I've, where I have said something to people is if I know for a fact, and yes, I've done this. There's been a couple times where there's a machine or something that I want to use, and these kids or this dumb person is just sitting around on the machine, and they're on their phone, they're walking around talking to other people, not using the machine. They come back, they do like four reps, four half reps, reps for that matter and then they take like a 20 minute break to go back and do 10 seconds of work when people do shit like that that annoys me because i think to myself if you're gonna if you're gonna fuck around go fuck around on something else so there has been times where here at the y i've come up to somebody and i go hey are you using this the last time it happened, I said, hey, it was a leg press machine. I said, hey, are you using this? The guy goes, does it look like I'm using it? And I go, no, that's why I'm asking. I said, because you're over there talking to those two girls. And he goes, well, yeah, I'm using it. I said, okay. So I walk away. And then I come back. And I had done... Leg extensions, leg curls. I did the ab machine. I did planks. I did wall sits. I did walking lunges. Oh, I, I went to the squat rack. And a lot, of the, a lot of these workouts I do two at a time. So like I do something... And then I do the other workout. And then, so I go back and forth. I try to be as efficient as possible with, with my workouts. So I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of these workouts. Or I'm doing a lot of different workouts. 
but that are taking time because when I'm squatting, let's go, I go to, let's say I go to the squat rack and I do, let's say I'm squatting 225. So I'll do six, like a six by four, six by five. After I'm, I'm done squatting, I'll do like a, like a sumo, um, dumbbell squat with like a hundred pound dumbbell or I'll do sometimes I squat with uh barefoot and then do like uh something that's high rep low weight or no weight so like I, I get the the heart rate going but I also take breaks because I'm not crazy you're gonna go next door gonna go next door yeah, see Allie's going next door to her parents house oh that's so cute so nice oh yeah I'll text you <laughs> my point is I do like when I went to go ask this guy hey I had noticed he was on the machine and it was a while it was at least 20 minutes so then I said something and then after the next set of time was maybe another 30 minutes had passed. So this guy had been on the machine. Hey, shut up. Hey, stop. So this time it's been about an hour. Let's say 50 minutes. That this guy has been on this leg press machine. And I went back and I went, hey, you, are, are you done yet? How many more sets do you got? And he tells me, well, I'll, I'll be done with it when I'm done with it. I said, okay, well, you've been on here for almost an hour. I said, and I've only seen you do two sets, four reps each time. So that's why I ask. Maybe uh, hurry it up a little bit. So the guy gets mad. I don't know what he said because I, I walk, you know, I have my headphones in. I, I walked away. I put it in. When I was initially walking away, I can hear him, not hear him. I saw his mouth moving. I don't know what he said. But then maybe two minutes later, he walked away. And I just thought to myself, like, if you're not, if you're not going to use the machine efficiently like that, get the fuck out of the way. But then also there's people that. You know, there's people that go to the gym and they'll get in everybody's way, but they don't see that they're getting in everybody's way. It's really, it's really odd that there's a lot of people that are not situationally aware. It's really weird to me. And then there's also been times where people, there's been like eh, four or five times recently. Well, four or five times total since I've been here at the Y. Recently, maybe like three. Um, I'll purposely start talking to people in Spanish so that it like throws them off and they're like, huh? And then, and then they stop talking to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like when people talk to me at the gym. Just don't do it. Kristen's husband, Jeff, when I see him, when we see each other, we'll give each other, hey, or if we're close to each other, like, hey, what's going on? But that, that's it. And 
I like that about him because he's he's Jeff is a very busy man. He works hard, very busy when he has his time for the gym. Like he he just needs to get it. And it's not just necessarily him working, just his whole day because he has you know kids, the job, everything. Like he's he is busy. So when he has some free time to work out, he he knows like I got to get this shit done now. So he doesn't he doesn't fuck around. And I like that about him because, like I said, when we see each other, we're like, hey, that's it. We don't, hey, man, how you doing? Never gets past, hey, or hi. That's it. <laughs> every, t- every time I, I see Jeff and I say hi to him, which isn't a lot, but the, the, the few times, I think, man, I wish everybody was like him. Uh, so, yeah, don't, oh, yeah, but, like, another reason why I don't want people jumping in is because I don't want to sit. Like, I don't want to have to wipe down your sweaty shit off the machine. Just just wait till I'm done. And I'll, also, why do you want to use the machine after I'm done with it? I sweat a lot. Like, this thing's full full of water. If you were to just go like, that's what it looks like. It's gross. Especially on leg day, I'm profusely sweating. Just, it's gross. Fun gross. Um, I think I've shared with you guys. I fucking hate Florida. Florida. Florida is a trash dump. Fuck that place. That whole place. There's nothing, there's nothing good about Florida. When I think about Florida, like, yeah, okay. So it has Disney World. Disney World is not cool enough for me to excuse Florida's behavior. I know some cool people who live in Florida, but there's not enough of them to excuse Florida's behavior. Florida is fucking trash. I don't think I'm the only one that has said this, but fucking build a wall around fucking Florida. Those crazy ass people deserve to stay down there. And I thought about this again because recently I've done flights to Florida to and from. God damn, dude. The people there. Holy shit. I mean, if a dumpster fire was a human being, Florida. People from Florida, dumpster fires. Just that in nine times out of ten when I've been to Florida, anywhere in Florida. What, Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando. Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers. I think that's it, right? I think that's all I've been. I don't know. The the hotel AC sucks dick. I have to call down multiple times. Hey, the AC isn't working. 
Oh, no, it should be working. It, yeah, yeah, you're right. It should be, but it's not working. I'll give it a little bit. I've been in my room for an hour. And it went from 75 to 76. It's not even getting cooler. Oh, well, it's going to take... Well, then I normally tell... Well, you know, I'm with... You know, I'm a flight attendant. If I can't get rest, then I'm going to have to call out tomorrow or something. And then when my company asked me, well, what happened? I'm going to tell them, well, the hotel told me, oh, well, you know how you're supposed to be comfortable? They said, we don't care. That usually has the hotel do something a little quicker. Because there has been times where they go, well, there's nothing we can do. And I go, okay, well, then they go, hold on. And then it's like, oh, well, we have another room for you. Or, yeah, we'll have a mechanic come up or a maintenance guy come up. But just. And, and it's, 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 it's a combination. It's the, a lot of the people there don't know how to act. They're fucking garbage. It's always humid. And then to add all that, to add insult to injury just these fucking laws and shit that Florida's trying to enact. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. What I, this is what I don't understand about Republicans. And I'm not saying, by no means am I saying Democrats are perfect or better. Well, Democrat, to me, Democrats are better. Um, but I have a lot of criticisms for them as well. But it's crazy that Republicans look at people and say freedom and, you know, oh, another one I was just telling Allie. Remember when, when Republicans, when dumb fuck, when Trump got elected and everybody's like, ha ha, fuck your feelings, fuck your feelings, ha ha, fuck your feelings. Okay. But now Florida wants to ban certain areas of education, of studies, because it's going to make white kids feel bad? Huh? Well, these kids had nothing to do with slavery. Yeah, you're right. They didn't, but their ancestors did. They need to learn about it. We all need to learn about it. What is it if we don't learn from the past, we're doomed to repeat it? These white kids are going to feel bad. Hey, guess what? Remember that fuck your feelings part? Yeah. Hey, fuck your feelings. I don't care. You know why people feel bad? Because there's something in them that they need to fix. Why do these people... Why do these students feel bad about slavery? My opinion, this is my opinion. I don't think the students have an issue with learning about racism and slavery. I think these white kids' parents, the parents have some sort of guilt, have some sort of fear that they don't want their kids to hear because they're passing that shit on to them. It's, it's fucking wild. 
freedom of this, freedom of that. Oh no, censorship is bad, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but when they do it, it the stupidity that these Republicans are spewing is insane. And for people that vote for them, for people that agree with them, to look at one, one asp or one, one th again, for people to go, oh, sit over here and fuck your feelings. But then on this side, they're like, well, no, 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 no. We can't make people feel bad. Like, do you not understand how much of a hypocrite you are? And clearly they don't, because if they did, they wouldn't do stupid shit like that. But And then Texas, fucking A, dude. I feel Texas is on his way. I feel Texas is here. They can go this way or that way. Like, hey, let's let's stay let's stay on the on the good sane part of the road. Florida went that way. Maybe we shouldn't go. But yeah, fuck Florida. Fuck everything about Florida. There's nothing good about Florida. Moving on to shit human beings. Did you guys hear about the Manchester United player? His last name is Greenwood. Excuse me. I can't remember his first name. So I just saw that all charges. So he was accused of rape. I don't know all the details about it. But if I remember correctly, what I read was pretty disturbing. I don't know why the charges were dropped. And I'm... I try to be... Someone who looks at the facts of things. Um, like if somebody says... You know, oh, that person raped, you know, that guy, you know, raped this person or that person. I'm not one to go, oh, yep, they did it. No, I go, wait, hold on. What do we know? And then as you find shit out, you're like, oh, shit. Um, so I feel like I'm pretty level-headed about that. And there's many times where I've thought to myself, like, oh, no, I think this, this person did it. Or this person didn't do it. And then somebody else, whether it's a stranger, a friend, anybody, they go, well, no, but did you know about, did you know about this? Did you know about that? And I go, no, I didn't. And I've changed my opinion many times where I go, yeah, that person did it. To, oh, shit, they didn't. Or no, they didn't. Like, oh, shit, they did. But with this guy, like, I, I, I don't necessarily know how to feel about it. Because I think to myself, like, when you have all this, this proof, these stories, like, why, like, why would these people lie? And I tend to, I tend to believe the victims because I am a victim of sexual assault um, if you go back a couple episodes uh, 
I think it's called my abuse. I talk about what my cousin did to me. Um, but when people just automatically go, oh, that person's lying. Like, yeah, but why, why would that person lie? Cause it's a, it's a very uncomfortable thing to fess up to. And it's, nobody wants to walk around and go, guess what? I was sexually assaulted and I feel good. No, none, none of that feels good. I can tell you from first, firsthand experience, that shit does not feel good. Um, but like, I started thinking to myself, like, so what is, so what does Manchester United do now? Do they keep the guy? Because all charges were dropped. So technically, he didn't do anything wrong in the eyes of the law. But then as a club, do you just welcome somebody that, back like that? Well, you read, you know, the victim's story. You, you read statements from other people about it and you go hmm i think at that point is like as a business what do they do do they talk to other players like hey what do you what 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 do you feel about this what do you think are you able to play with this guy it's a weird, 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 weird situation. Um, yeah. Speaking about soccer, did you guys hear that uh, Julian Araujo, he was supposed to go from the LA Galaxy to the Barcelona B team. And very, very dumb, very dumb. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. The transfer didn't go through because of an error. The last moments. I don't know what that error was. Um, I know, I guess these big clubs still use fax machines. Why, why aren't contracts, contracts, why aren't they scanned and sent in an email? Why aren't these contracts uploaded onto some sort of hosting site where the player and the other club who they're trying to manage with can digitally sign things and everything can be done digitally and almost instantaneously? Why are we still relying on fucking fax machines? If they really wanted to make this signing, everybody knows when the deadline is. Why are you waiting minutes before the deadline ends? I think it would be smart for each team to say, okay, here's the transfer deadline. If we don't have stuff done that we want to do, Within, I don't know, let's say an hour before the, de let's say the deadline is at 12 in the afternoon. We need to have all business concluded by 11 a.m. No exceptions. 
Now, if within 15 minutes, there's a player or a team that comes in and goes, hey, blah, 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 blah. Unexpectedly, yeah, you can do your dealings. If you can do it within the you know trade window, do it. But what I don't understand is if a team wants a player, why are you waiting for the last fucking moment to do it? Makes no sense to me. And also, I think it was the LA Galaxy Instagram page. They jumped the gun saying that, oh, Julian Araujo has been, you know, they finalized the deal to send him over to Dealey. And then two days later, it's like, nope, that didn't happen. Somebody fucked up with some paperwork. Like, huh? Wouldn't you think that you would wait to break breaking news when it's confirmed? Like, 100%? I also found that, that stupid. It, it, the trading window shit needs to be better. Like, it needs to... A whole lot better. Like, that just, it sounds so archaic. I'm going to fax you the paperwork so you guys can sign and then send back to us because, well, we don't have anything better. We're going to have to rely on faxes. That's fucking dumb. If I was Julian Araujo, I would be utterly pissed. Utterly pissed. I'd say fuck everybody for like a day. And then, you know, I'd be like, well, I got to get back to playing. But just, oh, man, I can't, I can't, I can't even fathom what he must feel. Just like, ah, fuck everybody. <laughs> um, oh, I just, I just watched Black Panther Wakanda Forever on one of my deadheads from San Fran to Houston. And man, did it make me cry. If you don't know Chadwick Boseman, the lead who played the uh, lead character, Black Panther, King T'Challa. He passed away in real life after a battle with cancer. So going into this movie, we all knew Chadwick Boseman wasn't going to be a part of it. Meaning... Like his his character's done. Like there's unless they were gonna replace him, which if I remember correctly, reading on either Deadline or the Hollywood Reporter that uh they weren't they weren't gonna replace him. Out of respect for him. Which I think is and was a smart choice. Like I wouldn't I'm sure there's many other black actors that would fucking kill it as the Black Panther. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe there might be a storyline some sometime down the road where somebody else plays the Black Panther, but to be King T'Challa, that, that role, you just, you ne you never feel that ever again. So going into it, I knew like, oh shit, okay. And the movie starts, if you haven't seen it um spoiler alert but also not spoiler alert because i don't think i'm gonna i'm not gonna share anything that's gonna give it anything away but 
you see T'Challa's funeral and as they're walking through the streets of Wakanda, uh, you see a couple images. You see an image of Chadwick Boseman and that, ah, man, that got me. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know what it was, man. I think it's because, because I know in real life he was battling cancer. And anytime I hear, if I, if I hear somebody beat cancer, I get super excited for him. I get super excited. And most of the time it's stranger. Like somebody goes, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I go, what? Really? Oh, really? oh, hell yeah. Get really excited. It. It makes me happy because I think, okay, like, yeah, somebody survived. And then a lot of the times when people tell me, again, even if it's a stranger, when people tell me like, oh, they died of cancer, I get, I can get real emotional. I'm like, fuck. You know, and I don't, I don't like asking. I ask sometimes. But I'd be like, oh man, what kind of cancer did they have? Uh, You know, this, that, whatever. um, and then sometimes it's, you know, like I ask, but I'm like, fuck, man. It just sucks to, to hear it. Um, but the movie definitely, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was better than the first one. But I think that's always hard. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a part one and part two that I went, oh, part one and part two were dope. I think I'd really have to think about it, but off the top of my head, I can't think about uh, any movie like that. So just the other day, I was in Austin, and we went to a restaurant called Suerte. We were on our way uh, to 6th Street, and the Uber driver said, oh, we asked the Uber driver, oh, we're like, what's on the streets? She goes, oh, there's this place, and they have really good tacos called Suerte. So she dropped us off there. We walk in. We get the tacos. And they're, first off, there are four tacos. Slightly bigger than a street taco, but not big, but not small. Enough that the four, what, when you get four, I could have eaten, could have eaten three orders of them. Because I'm... A bigger guy. And I like to eat. Tacos were $23. I felt very bougie. But I got them. They were Wagyu beef. They had some. Delicious oil. Drizzled on them. I can't remember what, what, it, what kind it was. And some. Fresh guacamole. When I saw the price. I was like. Hmm. When I saw them, the dogs are probably going to bark in three, two, no, maybe. No, they didn't. Perfect. The baby just got here. Um, so like, I was like, mm, but are they really that good? And then I ate them. Holy crap. Come here. Let's make an appearance on Daddy's podcast. Come here. Say hi to everybody. Say hi, everybody. Say hi, everybody. Say, I'm tired. I'm cranky. Say, my name is Adonacios, and I like to do this. Yeah. Can I get up? Yeah. Can I get up? Yeah. Can I get up? Yeah. Yeah. 
You gonna go Mimi's? Yeah. Oh, those are real tears. Okay, you can touch them. Okay. Okay, go Mama. Oh, also, I changed his diaper earlier, and he pooped out like this mega, mega turd. Well, it was a bunch of little turds. It, yeah, it was little turds pushed together to make one mega turd. Uh, but yeah, these tacos were... Holy shit, they were good. So if you're ever in Austin, go to 6th Street. I think it's before downtown, huh? What'd you say? Sixth Street is the big. big yeah, I know. <laughs> she acts like I go places for the first time ever, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But it's not in downtown. It's on the other side of the the freeway. But yeah, suerte tacos. Ooh-wee. Amazing. What I did this point, I really wanted to make sure that I got to. So the Super Bowl just passed. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's second Super Bowl together. Congratulations. But here's something that I want. To try to start. Super Bowl Sunday should be Tom Brady Day. You might be asking me, why should Super Bowl Sunday be Tom Brady Day? Let me explain it to you. Who has won the most Super Bowls ever in the history of the NFL? I'll give you a moment. That's right, Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won. Do you know how many he's won? That's right. Seven. Yes, correct. Seven. I believe he has... Hey, do you mind closing the door? Sorry. Like I said, it's nap time. And the baby doesn't want to go down for that. Anyways. Um, so Tom Brady has won the most Super Bowls. Seven. The next. The next person, people that have won uh, the Super Bowl has been the Steelers. The Steelers as a franchise, as a whole franchise. Have won six. Tom Brady has won seven. The New England Patriots have won six. Tom Brady has won seven. I also believe Tom Brady has the most appearances in a Super Bowl ever. I think he's only lost four times. Won seven. So what, he's seven for four in the Super Bowl? I hope my numbers are correct. Greg, cross-check me. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But I think we should turn Super Bowl Sundays into Tom Brady Day. And it should be treated like like the, the NFL New Year. Now, 
just so you know, I could care less about the NFL. My sport is soccer. I love me some soccer. I love soccer. But also, I feel like as a Super Bowl fantasy football champion, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. So maybe next year, and I'll, I'll, I'll remind you guys. Next year, we, you know, wherever you're watching Super Bowl, Super Bowl whether you're by yourself in a, with, with a party of people, maybe put up a picture of Tom Brady and maybe put seven pictures up of Tom Brady, each one of them a picture of him and his Super Bowl ring of that year. The seventh one, maybe get the picture of Tom Brady with all seven Super Bowl rings and commemorate what a great accomplishment that is. What what a fan, mind-blowing, amazing accomplishment that, that is. When you greet people for Super Bowl, you say something to the effect of, hey man, may your year be as successful is Tom Brady's NFL career. Because he he is the greatest of all time. Maybe refer to Brady as St. Brady. You know, maybe wear shirts where it's, you know, Tom Brady with with a with a Saint Halo on. Um maybe have candles of him. Um you know, maybe, maybe, maybe do, maybe do a little prayer. You know how in in the Catholic churches they go, um, and everybody and and uh, may your blessings and everything be so good, and may your year be blessed with everything that you want, and let the Lord open up and let your family love you, and let everybody love you, and you love everybody. Amen. And then everybody. Oh, right. So you have something to that effect, right? So why don't we do Tom Brady prayers, right? Like this, like the one that comes, comes to my head. Watch, watch, watch. Ready? Okay. Pretend, pretend we're, we're all hanging out at a Super Bowl party. And before the Super Bowl starts, let's say an hour before the Super Bowl starts, everybody's there. Everybody has a drink. Everybody has some food. And, you know, somebody stands up and, and, and it, it, it'll, it'll go something like this. Hey, everybody, I just want to uh, thank everybody for coming to, to this year's Super Bowl party. Um, my team's going to kick your team's ass. Ah, fuck you guys. You suck. Ha ah. um, But really, let's, let's give thanks for um, the person who has made all this greatness um, really happen and that is tom brady yeah yeah tom brady clearly obviously tom brady tom brady, yeah, tom brady i know some of you guys don't like him but you know he is the greatest of our all time everybody else, oh, yeah, he is the greatest. let's bow our heads and say a prayer to saint brady and then everybody bows right here oh everybody starts oh. and then it and then and then it goes like this ready and then and then you go and there you go Oh, let us all remember the time when Tom Brady played the Atlanta Falcons in Houston, and the Atlanta Falcons were kicking the New England Patriots' ass, and people were getting super excited, and and the Atlanta Falcons were celebrating 
uh, at halftime as if they won the Super Bowl and everybody was, all their Atlanta uh, Falcon fans were going, oh my God, we're we're gonna win the Super Bowl. And then we have a such such big lead. And then coming out of halftime, uh, the the Atlanta Falcons kept scoring and and they build their lead and and some of the people were saying, oh it's not good, it's not looking good for Brady. And then out of nowhere, Tom Brady and the and the New England Patriots they started scoring and they scored again and they scored again and they scored again. And then they were like, oh my God, are they really gonna come back? And then they scored and then they tied it. And then in overtime, Tom Brady got the ball, and the New England Patriots marched down the field. And then Tom Brady uh, passed the ball to the guy, and then the ball guy scored a touchdown. And then and then the New England Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons in overtime. And nobody thought it was going to happen because it was such a big point deficit. And Tom Brady won his his Super Bowl again. Amen. And then everybody goes, Amen, because they're like, that's 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 a that's a great story. You're like. Not only is it a story, but it's a prayer. Like, oh, he won. Then another, this is another idea. You go, <clears throat> same thing. Everybody, thanks for coming. Let's all bow our heads and give thanks to, to St. Brady. Somebody else. And, the, and, and this one could be shorter. It doesn't have to be as long as the other one. But you can go, home. And again, everybody, home. And if you're at home, you can do it right now. You can See, I'll start. Hmm. Go ahead, you guys. Hmm. Remember the time when Tom Brady was with the New England Patriots and then the Patriots didn't want to give him money or something or I really don't know what happened. And Tom Brady left the, the New England Patriots and then he went to Tampa Bay and everybody said he was crazy. And then some of the four dialers were saying that Tom Brady was never going to win a Super Bowl ever again because he was too old and he just went to a new team and the, he was going to have to get used to the system. And, and it was probably going to take a couple years if he had that many years because he was probably going to retire. And people were saying it's not going to happen. And then Tom Brady started playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the season went on and everybody was like, oh my God, they keep winning. And then they're, oh, they, but, but they lost. And then, oh, but they keep winning. And then they made it to the playoffs and then they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. And people were saying, this is crazy because no team has ever hosted it and, and won the Super Bowl. And I don't think it's going to happen. And then the Kansas City Chiefs came into Tampa Bay, and then Tampa Bay and and the Buccaneers and uh, Kansas City Chiefs they played, and Tampa Bay beat them at home for the first time ever in life. Meaning, it was the first time that a host city and the host team was playing the same thing, and then they won because no, that's never happened ever again. But who would have counted them out because it was Tom Brady, and then then that's when Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl ring. Amen. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Super Bowl Sunday should be St. Brady Day. For Tom Brady. To honor Tom Brady and his achievement. And I don't want to sound like an asshole. But after Mahomes just won his second Super Bowl... On Instagram, I saw different accounts posting, like, Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl. What a goat. Huh? Mahomes 
won his second one, you know, amazing. He's the greatest of all time. Do you not know what the greatest of all time means? It means the greatest of all time. The only greatest of all time that I know of in football is St. Brady. If Mahomes doesn't have seven Super Bowl rings, he's not the greatest of all times. And Mahomes doesn't even, he can't even, and not just Mahomes, I'm not trying to pick on Mahomes. Any NFL player from here until the end of time, because the, the, the record is going to be broken. We just don't know if it's going to be broken in our lifetimes. I don't think it's ever going to be broken in my lifetime. Maybe not in my son's lifetime. But the next person to be the greatest of all time is not going to need to win seven. They're going to need to win eight. They can tie, but to be the greatest of all time, they would have to win eight Super Bowl rings. That's my opinion. And that's this week's show. Guys, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being very patient. Uh, remember, tell everybody you know to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. And I'll see you next week.